Welcome to a special edition of the Dart Emissions Podcast. This is our series all about the application. We are sharing some of our favorite application tips as you orient towards the Darden application. I'm joined today by the leader of our admissions committee, Donna Clark. Donna, welcome. Thank you, Brett, and hello, everybody. All right, Donna, let's talk about resumes and the employment history section of the application. Of course, candidates will provide information about their professional background, their career, and a couple places in the application. How do you encourage applicants to think about these two parts of the application, the employment history section and the resume? Great question, Brett. I think that they really have the opportunity to complement one another. The professional section of the application gives you an opportunity to kind of convey nuts and bolts, where you work, what your title is, your responsibilities, your longevity there, why you may have left. Whereas the resume should be focused more on the impact you had, leadership opportunities you took on, results and an opportunity to show a little bit of personality. So I think they can complement each other really well. When you say the opportunity to show personality in the resume, that might be surprising to some of our listeners. What do you mean? Well, I think ultimately applicants are trying to stand out in the process and we really want to get to know people holistically Um, I'll give you an example. The personal section of a resume is something that I often look at if I'm about to meet someone, just to have a conversation starter and ask maybe, you know, something that they're involved in or someplace that they may have recently traveled. Um, A lot of people use that section and just strictly put maybe certifications that they've had or Uh, technical skills that they have. When there is an opportunity to let us know like more holistically beyond work, what you, how you like to channel your energy. So some people may be really into athletic events. Other people may have very unique hobbies. The more specificity, the better. Um, If you are really into international travel, maybe you could consider seeing your favorite countries or all the countries you've traveled to. If you're into a certain type of reading, let us know. For me, I like to, I read a lot about World War II. So I might put World War II fiction, for example. Um, some applicants may be into dancing. Let us know. Is it, you know, salsa? Is it merengue? I mean, um, it could be anything that allows us to get to know you a little better. One of the pieces of advice I've heard you give applicants before relates to if people work in a really technical field or a field or industry, which there's a lot of jargon, make sure you translate your application uh, for your application reader. Can you say a little bit more about that? Really good point, Brett. So many applicants come from so many different industries. Your interviewer may not have any experience in that industry. And a common mistake is that people may use jargon in their resume that would only make sense if you're within that industry or within that organization. So try to make your resume accessible to somebody who doesn't have a similar background, who's trying to get to know a little bit more about you um, through reading your resume. And in the Durden classroom, you know, one of the beauties of the program program is that people are sharing these rich experiences and we want you to share it in a way that the average layman can understand. So try to avoid industry jargon. Well, the last point that 
I think we always get questions about is how long should a resume be? I think a good rule of thumb here is you know, roughly one page for every 10 years of work experience. Of course, in our executive MBA process, we oftentimes see applicants who have 10, 15, 20 plus years of work experience. Um, but how do you encourage candidates to think about resume length? I totally agree with you. Uh, a one-page resume that's professionally formatted in a font that is readable is some of the best advice I could give. You want you want somebody to actually read your resume and you want to give a good first impression. So use a professional format and make sure the font isn't so teeny that somebody is going to be disincentivized to read it. <laughs> well, Donna, thank you as always for your expertise and advice and to our applicants. Best of luck as you work on your application. Good luck, everybody.